Hello, everybody. One thing as always, a double dose of my wherever, whatever podcast for this first part of this week's double dose, episode number 34, by the way. We take a look at the card so far for WWE Clash at the Castle. Coming up in Cardiff, Wales, this coming Saturday. Biggest UK premium live event in 30 years. Biggest UK event for WWE since SummerSlam 92. Where, as everyone knows... Bret Hart and the British Bulldog wrestled a classic that Bulldog mostly improved, and Bret helped him out through. That main event was for the Intercontinental Championship, ending with Bulldog being Bret Hart to rock a ovation at Wembley Stadium in London. Here, this Saturday, I am hoping, against all hope, that there is a moment like this. Of course, we gotta build the drama, we gotta build the suspense with the card so far. According to Wikipedia, starting with Gunter defending the Intercontinental Championship against Sheamus. UK versus Ireland makes sense for a UK premium live event. Of course, these two big hosses are going to trade all kinds of meat. Ridge and Butch are going to get involved and a little bit of a numbers disadvantage with Ludwig Kaiser, a.k.a. Marcel Bartel, by Gunther's side. Here, maybe... Maybe I would suggest they have the in-ring main roster debut of Fabian Eichner to even the odds against the brawling brutes, they're calling them. Gunter having his usual unconventional big hoss brawl with Sheamus. And of course, my prediction is that it ends with Gunter, still Intercontinental Champion, and the two of them, and the two of them, shake hands and embrace. Possibly that is a face turn that I heard just today on Facebook could take place. It could very well happen. According to, of all people, Vince Russo. He's the one who's predicting that Sheamus could turn face. And I think pretty much this is the old school traditional way to make that turn. Up next, Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. A match that was supposed to happen at SummerSlam, but couldn't because of Riddle's injury. Personal vendetta 
let it boil over both of them taking some big time measures to end each other right in the middle of Wales of course a technical match with plenty of high flying spots Rollins with a Phoenix Splash Riddle with a floating burrow Basically, the closing spot should be Rollins going for a curb stop, super-sized curb stop in the middle of Wales. Riddle pops him up, catches him out of midair with an RKO. This one's for you, Randy. But then Riddle's not done there. Immediately props him back up and hits the bro Derek. One, two, three, Riddle wins. The six-woman tag match and this kind of a match would be absolutely unheard of for the women's division under Vince McMahon's regime. Under Triple H, it's as if the women's tag division just got a, a new breath of life. It has really been revitalized ever since SummerSlam. This six-woman tag featuring Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka against the new terrorizing force in the women's division, Bailey Io Sky, formerly known as Io Shirai, and Dakota Kai. When Dakota Kai and EO Sky made their main roster debut alongside Bailey, holy crap, I was shocked. Definitely, this is going to be quite a very interesting matchup. Bel Air, Alexa, and Asuka are the three young women trying to stand up to this regime. All six women, I predict, will give everything they have. In the middle of the match, while Bliss and Asuka are taking care of Dakota and Io, Bianca prepares to go up top and dive on top of them to break up the rockers, but Bailey catches her on the top rope before she can leap off. Bailey catches Belair up top, hits a top rope. Bailey to belly. One, two, three. Shock win for Bailey and her invading army. That may set up a women's championship match down the line. Maybe at Extreme Rules in Philadelphia, or maybe even Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Anyway, Liv Morgan defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Shayna Baszler. 
it's pretty much the worst case scenario so far for Liv Morgan. Ever since winning the SmackDown Women's title at Money of the Bank, basically the fans have rained hell upon her, which I feel is unfair, but understandable. Being rushed right into the main event scene, getting a controversial win against Ronda Rousey. Rousey being suspended. Baszler earning her way into the number one contender spot by winning that gauntlet match. Clash at the castle. Morgan versus Baszler. Basically a clash of styles is what I predict will happen. Between the resilient Liv Morgan and the merciless Shayna Baszler. Basically, Liv goes for her finishing maneuver, but Shayna Baszler rolls her up first into a small package, but then Liv kicks out. Uh oh. Shayna Baszler, the human Venus trap, catches her in the Kira Fuda, that rear naked choke, and makes Liv Morgan pass out. She doesn't tap out, she passes out. Shayna Baszler, I predict, will be SmackDown Women's Champion heading out of Cardiff. And oh man, I am hoping, against all hope, For that British Bulldog pop. When Drew McIntyre. No longer a matter of if but when. When Drew McIntyre defeats Roman Reigns. For that undisputed Universal Championship. It will be intense. It will be hard-hitting. It will be show-stealing. But Drew had better win. Mainly because Roman's insisting on a lighter schedule. Doesn't want to entertain the masses nearly as much. The road has become a bit exhausting for him. That right there is very understandable. Having... A dominant run of 700 days non-stop as champion can do that. Here, I feel you have got to give Roman a break. Let him recharge and let him go one-on-one with the Great One at WrestleMania. Rock says his schedule is cleared up, so why not make the most of that opportunity to make that match happen. Here, Drew ought to, should, must, will win that championship. Two nights later, with the draft 
in full effect. McIntyre drafted to Raw. And basically, with Roman and the Usos nowhere to be seen, there's a tournament to determine the new Universal Champion and the finals. I predict will be at either Extreme Rules or Crown Jewel. They may do another King of the Ring for Crown Jewel, in which case the new Universal Champion could very well be crowned at Extreme Rules. Basically, give Drew the titles. Give Roman his well-deserved time off for having carrying for having carried the company over 700 days. He wants a break, give him a break. And then build up that rivalry with The Rock heading into WrestleMania 39. I'm telling you, people will get tired. of the tribal chief on the role that he's been on. It's just inevitable. Somewhere along the line, Roman will indeed drop those titles. And what a time and a place and what an opponent to Fair quote, not mine, but I'll use it. What a time and a place an opponent to do the honors for. Biggest UK crowd in 30 years. Why not let have Drew, why not have Drew McIntyre have his British Bulldog versus Bret Hart moment? I feel it's gotta happen. Saturday. Anyway, with that, with that being said, stay tuned because I got more wrestling predictions, this time on the other side of the Forbidden Door, here in our nation's capital. No, not quite in our nation's capital. What was I thinking? I meant the unofficial wrestling capital of a nation. None other than Chicago for AEW all out this Sunday. Stay tuned and I'll give you my predictions for that show. So, now that I've run down my predictions for Clash at the Castle in Cardiff, Wales for Saturday, how about Sundays? Big pay-per-view event emanating from Chicago, a four-hour spectacular from the Windy City, AEW All Out, which may or may not feature CM Punk because of that sort of storyline, but also sort of real injury that Punk has sustained 
Who really knows what kind of diagnosis that situation could really turn out to be. And that particular pay-per-view next Sunday may or may not also feature Maxwell, Jacob Friedman. It very well could be someone else. Who knows? Whole bunch of possibilities for AEW to consider if they're not going to do Punk versus Mox. Volume 2. We won't know for sure until after Dynamite and or Rampage. So, let's get into the matches that we do know about. This past Friday on Rampage, Jade Cargill has finally had enough. Of all the sneak attacks, all the trash talk from the fallen goddess Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon. Cargill versus Athena for the TBS Championship, and also Cargill's undefeated streak is on the line. 36, 37? Boy, I've lost track. Bear with me, folks. Basically, this is a four-hour show, and I'm mainly going through these predictions lightning round style Cargill basically the end of the match Cargill has Athena up for the jaded but somehow Athena was able to is in my prediction rolling her up into the not just a small package but a bridge one two Free somehow Athena shocks the world and becomes TBS champion. The streak is over. If very well could happen. I, for one, would be genuinely surprised if it does. In this next match, two former friends. If you're thinking about the matchup. That you're thinking about. Don't worry. I'm going to get to that one later. First. Ricky Starks. Versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Two former colleagues. On Team Taz. Now have gone their separate ways. Hobbs looking to emerge from Ricky Starks shadow. Starks looking to make himself. And his. Legacy. Absolute. At all out. Definitely, those two will be beating the crap out of each other. Neither of them will hold anything back, and boy, have they had a lot to say about each other. Basically, basically, it's just power over speed, in my opinion. Despite Ricky Stark's most valiant efforts... In the end, Powerhouse Hobbs, I feel, will win. Now, for this next match, there is just a one-way street 
based off of the based off of the venom and the deep history and the deep hostility between those two. This isn't a prediction, as Paul Heyman would say. This isn't a prediction. This is a spoiler. Jungle Boy crushes Christian Cage. And no doubt Luchasaurus, I feel, will be right there. If he's not in the casino ladder match, then definitely he'll be by Jungle Boy's side to watch Christian Cage, kayfabe of course, get executed right in the middle of Chicago. This next match, Swerve in Our Glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland defending the AEW World Tag Team titles against the acclaimed Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. Boy, the acclaimed have really caught fire. And man, they have really taken... Man, have the fans really taken notice and Tony Khan as well. Basically, it'll be a show-stealing match in every sense of a word from both teams with the acclaimed being as over as they have been as with their trajectory going up and up with their with their string of momentum getting white hot in this case basically it'll be a show stealing match for both teams in the end I feel the acclaimed will win the AEW world tag team titles and of course both teams can show respect towards each other in the end one-on-one grudge match. The seemingly endless rivalry between the Blackpool Combat Club and the Jericho Appreciation Society. Basically, the never-ending rivalry has another chapter as the American Dragon Brian Danielson goes up against Lionheart Chris Jericho. Basically, the same entrance from Chris Jericho that we got back at Quake of a Lake in Minnesota a few weeks ago. Basically, he comes out to that music again. And man, oh man, the two of them put on a technical masterpiece. Maybe, hearkening back to the premiere episode of the game show version of NXT in 2010. Both of them very much trade big moves and big spots. Here, however, is where I would flip the script in this match. With Jericho in my prediction in my AEW universe. Taking one risk too many. Up top, going for that flying crossbody on top of Danielson. Danielson has the presence of mind to move out of the way and send Jericho face first right into that barricade. 
there may or may not be announcers tables other than the one that JR, Excalibur, and Shivani will occupy up on the stage. In this case, Jericho goes for a crossbody, Danielson moves, and Jericho ends up really nailing the barricade. Danielson gets Jericho back into the ring and basically kicks his head in until the ref stops the match because Jericho can't continue. Danielson is awarded the victory in the match. Then, of course, another brawl. Another huge locker room clearing brawl with the Blackpool Combat Club and the JAS again having to be separated because it has really gone on forever between these two factions. Casino ladder match. We don't know any of the participants, so all of them will be a huge surprise. One big surprise, more so than anything, is what I predict will be the main turning point. As of right now, the participants have not yet been revealed for that casino ladder match. Folks, feel free to add in your predictions wherever you would. Mainly, if the money lines up, if the timing is right, then maybe we could see MJF shock the world and win the casino ladder match. Very well could happen. Of course, with the main event in flux, because they've already done Punk versus Mox on Dynamite, which I feel was very shocking. Basically set something else up. We don't know exactly what it is. We are left totally in the dark as far as what this new main event for All Out will be. Who knows? Fatal 4-Way for the new interim AEW Women's World title. Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter, Hikaru Shida, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Basically, all four women will put on the best show they can. Basically, the closing spot. Dr. Britt Baker has Tony Storm right in the middle of the ring. Setting up for the lockjaw. Able to... Able to lock it in. But Tony Storm... Lifts Britt Baker up. And is able to... And is able to roll her up on her shoulders. One, two, three. And Tony Storm is the interim AEW Women's World Champion in my prediction. Basically build Tony Storm up to be this new emerging force in the AEW Women's Division. Until Thunderosa can return and then unify those two women's titles somewhere down the line. 
Six-man tag. AEW's Golden Boys. Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, FTR, teaming with the TNT champion Wardlow. Man, FTR has got too many titles to mention. Taking you on. Basically, the ROH slash Impact Leftovers. Jay Lethal, this time not bringing Satnam Singh and Sanjay Dutt with him. Instead, in this match, he's bringing the Motor City Machine Guns from Impact. Chris Saban and Alex Shelley. Certainly, the unpredictability will play a major factor as far as how the Machine Guns will handle the AEW ring in an AEW pay-per-view event compared to Impact. Speaking of Impact, basically, that's what I think this match will make. Solid tag team psychology as always from FTR leading of course to Jay Lethal being left all alone in the ring begging for mercy at the hands of Wardlow but of course it's Wardlow's world he's not going to show any mercy symphony of power bombs under Jay Lethal foot on the chest cover one two three Wardlow and FTR win And the tournament finale for the Trios Championship. Man, they are really pulling out a lot of titles lately. Right now, we have two semifinal matches. One Wednesday on Dynamite and the other... Friday on Rampage. United Empire versus the Elite and the Dark Order versus Best Friends. Basically, I'm kind of leaning towards United Empire versus Best Friends. I mean, there is quite a litany of ways that those two semifinal matches could play out. I personally predict for a fresh matchup, how about the Elite taking on Best Friends? Yeah, I know it's out there, but hear me out. Of course, Cassidy, Taylor, and Beretta will, of course, be over very much. And the crowd will very much be rooting them on. But, of course, the Elite with their history with the one and only Kenny Omega returning to the AEW landscape. I feel their momentum is just too hot right now 
to be denied. Basically, all six men will give it all they have. All of them will definitely be up for putting on quite a tournament finale. In the end, Orange Cassidy can do his thing with the pockets and stuff. Of course, Kenny Omega continuing to be the best wrestler in the whole world outside of WWE. Basically, dueling Meltzer Driver and One-Winged Angel despite best friends most gallant efforts. One, two, three. Omega and the Bucks win the trio's titles. As far as what the main event could be for the AEW interim world title or maybe something else, who really knows? I have absolutely no idea what AEW could do for that. For that main event at All Out. We'll find out more Wednesday on Dynamite, Friday on Rampage, leading up to All Out Sunday in Chicago. So that will do it for this episode, but be sure to join me back here sometime down the road as I lay down my three-word association game with every NFL team leading up to the upcoming 2022 football season. About time that football returns. It's going to be interesting to see each of these 32 teams Basically, it's going to be interesting to see how each team is projected so that will do it for this episode but be sure to join me soon for another new episode a free word association game with every NFL team so until then everyone Always remember that you are who you choose to be.